Hello, and welcome to the Clear Studies Podcast, where we're learning the word together. I am your host, Bishop A. Reginald Littman. I look forward to sharing today's teaching with you. Stay tuned. And welcome to week nine of our series on the life of Joseph. It's been an exciting time together as we have learned and explored Genesis 37, moving into Genesis 39. Welcome again to session nine of the life of Joseph. Today, we turn our hearts toward a powerful theme recorded in the book of Genesis concerning Joseph. It is equally applicable to your own life. So I want you to apply this to your life today. For the next couple of sessions, we'll center our discussion around the theme, when the Lord is with you. When the Lord is with you. After all that Joseph had experienced, remember he had been sold by his brothers for the price of a crippled slave to merchant men headed into Egypt. But Genesis 37:36 says, Meanwhile, the Midianites had sold him in Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard. That's the ESV translation. Now, Genesis 39, verse 1 through 6, as we move into this chapter, is very, very critical to Joseph's story and seeing how God was with him and how God will be with you. Genesis 39, 1 through 6 in the ESV reads like this. Now, Joseph had been brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had bought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph. That's the key verse, verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man. And he was in the house of his Egyptian master. His master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. Hmm, how powerful that is. Verse 4, Genesis 39, ESV. So Joseph found favor in his sight and attended him, and he made him overseer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had from the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had from the time that he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had. The Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in house and field. Verse 6. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge. And because of him, he had no concern about anything but the food he ate. (laughs) Isn't that a powerful passage of scripture? The Lord was with Joseph. And when we left Joseph in our last session, he had been betrayed by his own brothers, sold as a slave, and even taken to Egypt. Upon his arrival, they put him up for sale in Egypt. Try to put yourself in Joseph's shoes for a moment. You are a 17-year-old boy growing into manhood. You are the favored son in a family of 12 sons. Your father chose you to be the head of the family and gave you a beautiful robe to symbolize the fact. You are on the path to power, influence, 
prominence in your family. Then, in a moment, everything is gone. You are stripped of your coat. You are betrayed by people who should have loved you. You are separated from your father. You are sold as a slave and carried off into a strange land. Imagine the humility of being examined and sold in a slave auction. In many ways, you are just a simple country boy from an unsophisticated family, and you find yourself transported to the capital city of the most advanced nation on the earth. Imagine how Joseph must have felt as the camels crested the last hill and the wonders of ancient Egypt spread out before him on the plains of Gaza. The great pyramids would have been standing in Joseph's day. In fact, they would have been over a thousand years old when his great-grandfather Abraham visited that land many years before. Joseph would have seen the Sphinx, the great Egyptian temples, and the opulent palaces of the Pharaoh and his people. It must have been a great culture shock to this young man from the country. Now, on the surface, it seemed that circumstances could not have been worse for young Joseph. In truth, those difficult days were mere stepping stones along the path to greater glory. It may have appeared that all Joseph's dreams had been shattered. But the God who gave the dreams in the first place was working behind the scenes to ensure that they would all be fulfilled in his time. What no one could see in all of this trouble surrounding young Joseph's life is stated clearly in Genesis 39 and verse number 2. For there the Bible says, And the Lord was with Joseph. I want us to learn the great truth that our God is always with his people to see them through their trials, to accomplish his plans in their lives, and to use them to point a lost world back to himself. I want to join Joseph in the early days of his slavery. I want to show you the ways we know the Lord was with him and how we know what happens when the Lord is with you. And as we study these truths, please keep in mind that what the Lord did for Joseph, he will also do for you. Let me share with you the ways God blessed this young man. In this episode, I only want to cover the first main point. It is based upon Genesis 37:36, which states, Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, one of the Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. Here's the first big lesson that we see in this lesson is this. Genesis 37:36, God protected him. Now, amidst all that his family, who were actually his enemies, tried to do to him, still God protected him. You know, as I stated a moment ago, it seemed that all had fallen apart for Joseph. Yet 
if you will take a minute to examine the facts, it becomes clear that Joseph was in the hand of divine providence. And so are you, my friend. Considering all he faced, too many things just happened to fall into place for him. Consider the intervention of Reuben back in Genesis 37, 21 through 22. And Reuben wanted to pull him out of the pit. Judah's idea to sell Joseph as a slave rather than killing him, that was God intervening. And then the appearance of the Ishmaelite traders who happened to come through at that time in Genesis 37, 28. The fact that he was sold to, of all people, Potiphar, who was the captain of the guard. His position seems to have been that of a chief executioner. He was like the head of Pharaoh's secret police. He was responsible for protecting his boss and for dealing with those who dared attack the Pharaoh. Potiphar, by virtue of his position, would have been in contact with many of the dignitaries, local officials, political officers and officials of Egypt. It is not outside of the realm of possibility that Joseph would have been introduced to many of the influential people who would later serve him. God set everything up just like it needed to be so that Joseph arrived exactly where he needed to be at the exact moment he needed to be there. And that's just like God. He will arrange all of the affairs, situations, and circumstances of your life so that you will arrive where you need to be and meet the people you need to meet to get where he wants you to go. Now, Joseph might have been a slave, but he was safe in the arms of divine providence. He might have been separated from his earthly father, but his heavenly father went with him and before him into Egypt. And God goes with and before you wherever you go. B, you can see how much control the Lord has by looking at the actions of the people involved in this account. Look at Joseph's brothers, the Ishmaelite traders, and even Potiphar. They were all serving their own selfish interest. His brothers wanted to get rid of Joseph and his dreams. The Ishmaelites were out for a profit to sell and buy and trade different things. Going into Egypt, they would have made money because it was a prosperous territory. Potiphar was just looking out for a good deal on some help around the house. He needed a new slave to help out and work around the house. What they could not see is that they were all unwittingly accomplishing the purposes of a sovereign God. Isn't it a comfort to know that God can use lost people to accomplish his purposes? <laughs> Isn't it a blessing to know that all the events of our lives are part of God's plan for us? Letter C. While the events of Joseph's life appeared to be out of control, they were actually being controlled by God. You see, Joseph was being protected by the Lord. 
And notice how God protected him by God's own presence. Genesis 39 and 2, God was with Joseph, his own presence. And then he protected him from a bitter spirit. There was no hint whatsoever that Joseph was angry about his difficulties. Rather, he surrendered even to his hardships. By God's providence, he protected Joseph because the dreams that God gave Joseph in Genesis 39 verse 5 through 11 were not off track. They were being fulfilled in God's time and in God's way. Now, I'm sure those dreams sustained Joseph during the dark days of his servitude. You and I have the same protections that Joseph enjoyed. We have his presence. We have his help to deal with our past, our problems, and our pain his way. We do not have to become bitter, angry, or unforgiving. We can display a sweet spirit even during the most trying of times with the Lord's help. We have God's promise that all things work together in sync and harmony and it all works together for our good, according to Romans 8 and 28. Now, a lot of what happens in life does not make good sense, but it does not change the fact that God is in control of everything that happens to us. Letter D. Obedience to the Lord may lead us into the eye of a terrible storm. And this proved to be true in Joseph's life. This was also true of the Lord himself. As I have told you before, God's purpose in our trials is not to harm us, but to develop us. We can trust him to protect us and grow us amid the hardships of this life. For Jeremiah 29 and 11 reminds us that God knows what he's doing in our lives. God knows his plan for our lives. And God has a strategy for our most difficult times. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this lesson today as much as I enjoyed delivering it to you. Be sure to check out the free PDF handout that accompanies this teaching. There are discussion questions that will help you to discover more from this passage and apply it to your everyday life. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to sharing with you in the next episode of Clear Studies. Be sure to join the E-Class. Send an email right now to clearstudies at gmail.com. Again, that's clearstudies at gmail.com.